This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9. With available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults, with zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now, you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is the Rob Carson Show. Hi, guys. Hey, what's up? What is up? It is already July the 5th. How was your weekend? Did you have a good time? Because I uh, I just, I did a lot of cooking. That's what I did over the weekend. I just uh, took some time to uh, try stuff. made onion rings yesterday, and I made a remoulade for some deep-fried catfish and uh, and all sorts of stuff. So... I hope you had a good weekend. I actually unplugged until yesterday when, of course, there was another uh, mass shooting of it this time in uh, uh, suburban Chicago. We'll get to uh, that on the on the show. And and yesterday, I you know, I tried to well, I wouldn't say I stayed away from social media this weekend because, I, you know, I, I enjoy doing it. I never stop doing show prep, even when I'm on vacation. So I did populate the uh, web with uh, show prep. And, and uh, you know, normally I, I well, I did offer, uh, uh, you know, much frowned upon uh, thoughts and prayers for the victims of the shootings in uh, in suburban Chicago because um, uh, it's much maligned by the left in this country. It's too late for you to keep your thoughts and prayers and you can, you, you, know, you know, God is dead, whatever you idiots say. Um, and uh, and I said, you know, uh, here's here's what I just, I, I said, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers certainly, but didn't the Democrat Party force through uh, desperately needed gun safety measures about a week and a half ago through Congress without reading it or anything, presumably because they already had it on the books and they look for any incident that happens in the country as an excuse to push forward their agenda. Which is why they use the expression, never let a crisis go to waste. A good crisis go to waste. They certainly did that with COVID. Uh, they've done that with a variety of different things. And this is what they, uh, they did two weeks ago after a, uh, a shooting in Uvalde, Texas, after a shooting in Buffalo, New York, both uh, around 20-year-old men. Uh, no medical reports have been, uh, have been shared with regard to what was in their bloodstream. But I do have 37 incidences of uh, violence committed by young men. And all of them were on some sort of an antidepressant or ADD beds. Weird. I'm going to share that as the uh, as the show progresses because there's a lot of things that are really uh, wrecking the lives of young men in this country, and they are lashing out. Not an excuse for their behavior. They need to suffer for it. They need to go to jail for it. Uh, many of them uh, die before that happens. But we'll get to all of that. This morning on the show, and uh, or today on the show, I should say, it's not morning anymore. I've been in the studio since about 6 o'clock this morning after doing uh, literally three days of show prep for today's show. Um, 
And uh, so we're going to get into uh, what happened in uh, Highland Park uh, near Chicago. We're going to get into what happened in Akron. They're trying to start another uh, summer of 2020 with uh, Black Lives Matter. Explain that situation, what exactly happened there, and how, once again, the left is on the wrong side of history on this one. But this time, you know what? Their movement isn't catching on fire. They tried setting on a couple uh, dumpsters on fire. But the movement is not catching fire like uh, George Floyd did, fueled by uh, Black Lives Matter, rage, funding from George Soros, uh, collaboration with the Democrat Party and mainstream media and big social media to act like nothing was happening, all of that stuff. It's, it's kind of falling on uh, deaf ears this summer. So uh, there was a, a lot of uh, protesting this weekend. There are a lot of uh, leftist morons who are out gluing their hands to uh, to uh, masterpieces of art in uh, in Great Britain, uh, gluing their hands to the frame of uh, the last uh, the, the last supper that famous that famous picture that painting that was painted uh, you know centuries ago. And uh, I would just suggest that uh, to stop that from happening, just leave one hand. Just leave one hand on one of those paintings uh, to the to the authorities. Just leave one hand as a reminder. Don't glue your freaking hands to the priceless artwork. That's my suggestion. But there was other nonsense going on around our country as well. And I would venture to say a lot of it just kind of fell on deaf ear uh, deaf ears. I really do. And, and uh, I think that a lot of people where where I was yesterday, uh, the Fourth of July was celebrated. Uh, greatly. People enjoyed it. People went out and spent a lot of money. I shot off a little fireworks display in front of my home in front of the uh, neighbors last night, and then the rest of the neighborhood uh, went nuts, and there were fireworks going and flags up and down our streets, and I don't think that this is different than any uh, most most uh, small municipalities around the country. People celebrate uh, the 4th of July. They're, they're happy with, the, with uh, the, you know, where they were born. Uh, you know, are they are particularly happy with uh, everything in the country? No. But one thing I have noticed about this weekend, and it might be it may be hard to distill all of the thoughts that I had about the the Fourth of July over the weekend, but but the one thing I brought away from it, despite you know the uh, idiotic protests going on with regard to Roe v. Wade and with regard to uh, you know global warming and consumption of fossil fuels. Uh, I guess would be that the left is constantly trying to scare people and the American people really aren't having any of it. And if 85% of the country, 85% of the country, say that the country is going in the wrong direction, then we have some unity, all right? Uh, can we negotiate with uh, the radical left? No, we can't. There's there's no place for the radical left in the political discourse. They need to... Uh, they need to inhabit their own uh, space or they need to uh, consider going to another country because I do believe that liberals and conservatives have been brought together by a terrible, terrible president and uh, the realization of what was the moist dream of the class of 1968, which was to convert the country into some sort of a Marxist, socialist, communist utopia. And they really, really have gone all in. They've really showed their hand. They've laid the cards on the table and they've said, here. And the American people, to the tune of 85% of us, have said, no, I don't think so. And they're going to try to use uh, the repeal of Roe v. Wade to divide us. 
And yes, there are many people who are very outraged by the Roe v. Wade decision, and I think they were outraged before they understood it. That the mainstream media and big social media was making it seem like women would have no choice at all. They used an example of a 10-year-old girl who was raped by her father and had to leave the state to get abortion services. That is an act of desperation. Now, what do I think? I think, dear God in heaven, that young girl needs medical attention. I do not believe that child, now very early into the pregnancy, uh, should have to bear that child. Early, early, early in the pregnancy, of course. And more importantly, hey, let's focus on the bastard who raped her. How about that? Where was the mention of that? It's kind of interesting. There are some stories that are being ignored, like the fact that a father would rape his 10-year-old daughter and get her impregnated. And then also another another story that popped up this weekend I thought was pretty interesting. And it took, an, what, an MMA fighter to bring it up. And that is that, and I originally I saw this tweet, I think, on Friday, and it said it's really weird, weird that Helene Maxwell is being put in jail for 20 years for trafficking pedophiles for no one. I mean, if you just look at it on the face of things, uh, she was only getting young women for Jeffrey Epstein. While Jeffrey Epstein was inviting Bill Clinton or, or being invited to the White House 17 times during Clinton's administration, flown on his private jet known as Lolita Express 26 or 27 times, Bill Clinton... We know that Prince Andrew, or whatever the hell his name is, he was close friends with Jeffrey Epstein. We know that in Jeffrey Epstein's uh, mansion in the entryway was a, a literally a smiling, reclining painting of Bill Clinton wearing Monica Lewinsky's blue dress. And yet, Helene Maxwell is going to jail for 20 years for trafficking underage girls just to Jeffrey Epstein and nobody else. But we know that's a lie. Why is the mainstream media not going, uh, wow, pedophilia, wrong. Chances are there are a lot of very rich and powerful people involved with this man. Helene Maxwell was featured in a picture at Chelsea Clinton's wedding. She was in the pews at the wedding. Okay, First of all, who associates with someone who is a known pedophile? And tell me, try to tell me that uh, they didn't know this was happening. When you see Bill Clinton literally getting a neck rub from one of Jeffrey Epstein's victims. Unbelievable. So we've got all of this on the show. I've got some very good news, though. And I have a tremendous speech that I'm going to share with you shortly. Because all in all, the feeling that I want to give you today is that we're going to be okay. Because 85% of us think the country is going in the wrong direction. How do we get there? Well, that's something we're going to have to come together on. The uh, elimination of Roe v. Wade, that's got, we're going to have to find a happy medium. Or there are going to be states like California that become the pits of hell. 
by allowing abortion uh, uh, tourism and allowing unlimited abortions. You just do that and see how long it how 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 that does for you. Because sooner or later, evil catches up with you and it gets beaten. Otherwise, I'm thinking that Hitler's nephew would still be in charge of of Nazi Germany. But there was some good stuff I caught this weekend. There was a marvelous speech by Harriet Hegeman, who's running against Liz Cheney for Senate in Wyoming. She delivered a blistering speech at a Trump rally. And uh, when you hear her list of all of the reasons why America, 85% of Americans say we're headed in the wrong direction, she says it. And then Ilhan Omar, radical leftist, uh, gets out of Somalia. She escaped her family. There were privileged uh, oligarchs in, uh, in Somalia and had to escape Somalia. And she came over here, the spoiled little Somalian, and she started trashing America immediately, including uh, uh, Minneapolis, where many Somalis, and also there are uh, uh, tons of refugees there. Uh, the, uh, Ming, uh, uh, the Hmong population is huge there. Somali population is here there. And they rejected her over the weekend. She defunded the police in Minneapolis, called for the defunding of police, uh, said that Minneapolis in the United States was an S-hole worse than the uh, the camp that she stayed in Somalia when they, when they escaped or the camp that when she left Somalia, and they would have none of it. So I will juxtapose, uh, juxtapose those, and, and your calls are welcome too, guys, at 800-922-6680. Much, much, much to get to. And, and I'm going to start off next with, instead of just diving right into, uh, instead of just diving into, uh, you know, b- banning guns, instead of just diving into all of this, I have an amazing story of young people and hope for America that I'm going to share with you next. How does that sound? All right. This, my friends, is a Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. to a record-setting president. Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. Yes, the one thing that brings us together is uh, that 85% of us say the America is going in the wrong direction. So despite all the caterwauling, all of the people over the weekend saying America sucks, 38% of Americans are patriotic now. They're feeling less uh, patriotic about America. Well, yeah, the way it is right now without Joe Biden has done it. I mean, would you feel patriotic right now if this, this fool in the White House? I mean, dear Lord, but it doesn't mean that Americans hate their founding. It doesn't mean that Americans uh, are down with all of this nonsense that's coming from the left. It does not mean that one little bit. In fact, I would venture to say that now that the left is on full display with what they plan on doing with uh, nonsense transgenderism and sexualizing children and CRT in schools and all of that stuff, finally America says, you know, no, I mean, maybe we're not happy with the way things are right now, but uh, uh, we certainly aren't happy with the way the left has taken the country. And, and I, I'm going to share with you some juxtapositions today. I've got a, I've got a hero Boy Scout troop, and I'm going to juxtapose those with Claudia Conway, who's the daughter of, uh, of uh, 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 the former what, uh, spokesperson for, uh, uh, for Donald Trump, uh, Claudia Conway. And uh, I'm going to share her compared to the Boy Scouts because she's a spoiled little child. And we're going to get to that. And then also I'm going to share this uh, speech by the woman who's running against uh, uh, Liz Cheney, And uh, I'm going to juxtapose that with the booing that happened for Ilhan Omar. But uh, people are rejecting the nonsense. This weekend, for instance, Minions apparently did pretty well. It was a uh, non-woke movie. 
They tried to do Buzz Lightyear with a woke character and got rid of Tim Allen because he was a Trump supporter, and it did a face plant. You know why? Because Americans see, can see through this crap. I don't know if you knew this. My, my, my kids and I, we watched the original Spider-Man last night, and it's a wonderful, wonderful movie. Really, really good movie. And uh, and now they last week they introduced what uh, a flamingly gay. I'm just reading a quote here. Flamingly gay Spider-Man. He wears lace. I'm not kidding. They they decided to go full on, really really gay Spider-Man. And uh, and it's been greeted with a giant meh. But we do have a new theme song for it from Jim Gossett. Sing along, people. Gay Spider-Man, gay Spider-Man, the latest affront to Marvel fans. LGBTQIA is the flavor of the day. Look up! There goes gay Spider-Man. Last month was Gay Pride Month. I don't know if you noticed it, but yeah, it was everywhere. Gay Spider-Man, gay Spider-Man, has a big crush on Superman. If you're offended, you'll be canned. Must accept the gay Spider-Man. Look up. There goes gay Spider-Man. If you make him mad, yes. you may just seal your fate. He'll break into your house and he'll redecorate. Oh, yeah. Gay Spider-Man, gay Spider-Man. Don Lemon is his biggest fan. <laughs> loves to climb and loves to swing. Women, they are not insane. Look, Look out. There goes gay Spider-Man. Spider. With his fake spider tan. <laughs> there goes gay Spider-Man. I even think a lot of gay people were really tired of, uh, of uh, Pride Month. I really, really do. Yesterday, I, I went to, no, no, Saturday I went to Walmart, and I decided to tape, uh, you know, just do uh, some uh, quick uh, post to social media about all the gay products in Walmart for Gay Pride Month. And, uh, you know, they're over there in the uh, kids' section, it's got uh, Gay Pride T-shirts, and in the adult section, they got Gay Pride T-shirts and rainbow flags and all that. And fine, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not anti-gay. I'm really not. I've got plenty of gay friends. I presided over a gay wedding. Yes, and I even introduced a lesbian couple at their reception. I know, I know, right before I jumped into the swimming pool with them. But anyway, uh, you know, who cares? You're gay. Oh, bravo. Yay, gay. You, you, yay. Go, go be gay. But I'm in there. And then I walk over to the ice cream section. And, uh, and Walmart's got its own brand of ice cream. And they're these little, uh, you know, like Ben and Jerry's containers. They're a little bit cheaper. So I go there. Uh, last month they had a, uh, I think they had a, uh, didn't they try to do a, a special uh, uh, Black History Month uh, ice cream? And, and it offended everybody, apparently. And then they did, over there they had a Gay Pride Rainbow Ice Cream. I'm not kidding. Gay Pride Rainbow Ice Cream right there, right there above the uniform. They have another one, a unicorn ice cream. My daughter likes it because it's like, I mean, it's just the most disgusting, sweet ice cream. Dear God, I couldn't even take a taste of it. But anyway, right above it is your uh, Gay Pride Rainbow Ice Cream. And then I'm going to the checkout, and I see the, the, the um, Skittles display. All right, there's a, the, the Skittles display is right there. And, I mean, it's the, the, the slogan is Taste the Rainbow. So wasn't it already kind of, you know? Gay friendly, but it was they literally have come up with a gay pride bag of skittles and and if I were a gay person and knowing what gay people go in this country and like they listen there's a lot of bully I know bullying I'm not gay I was bullied because I was fat and I didn't have a lot of money and I wore sh cheap shoes because that's all we could afford and I got bullied every day from first grade to my sophomore year in high school so I understand the bullying thing. But don't you realize that there are people who are stepped forward in the LGBTQIA radical wing of the, the, the gay uh, lobby that uh, 
they're the bullies now. They're the bullies. They're doing all the bullying. I, I just think it's really, really ironic. And I would venture to say I believe that most gay people or LGBTQ, they, they look at the movement and where it's heading, kind of like most Americans look at how, where the country is headed, and they just shake their heads and go, you know, no, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm gay. I'm, I'm able to say that I'm gay. I, I have a job. I'm not restricted because I'm gay. I own a house. I'm not restricted because I'm gay. But I'm kind of embarrassed by this uh, group of Gen Zs who, uh, you know, insist on having a gay ice cream and a gay Skittles and gay T-shirts and everything's gay. And if you say anything that is anything that kind of even protests, you have to shut them up. You know what I'm saying? So uh, for that, I'm kind of glad the month is over. I don't even know what this month is. What are we proud of this month? I'll just call it American Pride Month. How's that sound? All right, let's take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. These are historic and troubling times. Perhaps considering all of the violence in American cities, you're considering a firearm. Check out European American Armory Corp. at eaacorp.com. Skip the high-priced names and get the features and price you want in your next firearm. EAA specializes in providing high-quality, innovative, and reasonably priced firearms in the U.S. market since 1990. You can choose from a wide selection of unique and traditional pistols, whether you're looking for a concealed carry, revolver, shotgun, or competition pistol. EAA Corp. has it. Now, there's a limited lifetime warranty on every series available today from EAA. EAA says, skip the big names, get the quality and features you deserve, and let us earn your respect. Visit eaacorp.com, that's eaacorp.com, to learn more and order online or through your local dealer. eaacorp.com, that's eaacorp.com. So yesterday, the alleged shooter in the Highland Park shooting in Illinois was taken into custody not too far from uh, where he had uh, shot six innocent people and injured uh, well shot uh, 30 people were were shot and injured and six people died Uh, this uh, this young man was named Robert E. Cremo and he was known to law enforcement kind of like I don't know the guy who uh, went into Ivaldi known by law enforcement displaying the same sort of behavior online decided you know displaying the same social isolation uh, previously arrested because there was a mugshot and yet law enforcement missed it after Joe Biden and the Democrats and 13 Republicans forced through meaningful effective gun safety regulation nationally, including red flag laws that should have prevented something like this. And what did Joe Biden do yesterday? Other than, I don't know, maybe poop himself. And and uh, oh, uh, he, he flubbed up a line yesterday. Joe Biden had to remind him to say, God bless America, you know, and that sort of stuff. But uh, he called for more gun control. There you go. End of, end, of, end of show. See you guys later. Have a great day. No, I'm not. But there you go. Once again. Uh, dropping the ball, dropping the ball. All of the signs are there. All of the signs are there. But, uh, you know, nobody did anything about it. 
nobody did anything about it. Nobody, uh, uh, none of the parents did anything about it. Dad said, or at least an uncle said, oh, no, he just hung out and he wasn't displaying any violence. He was just sitting in his uh, apartment behind the house by himself all the time, never had any friends over, and was constantly posting videos online, one including uh, intimating that he was going to uh, uh, confront the police and be shot to death. And then there was this one where he was in a school classroom, and uh, and all of a sudden he reaches into a book bag right by his uh, desk, and then some screaming and stuff happened, and it basically inferred that he was a powder keg ready to explode. But law enforcement missed it. Dan, it's your fault because you're a uh, you're a law-abiding, Second Amendment-supporting citizen of the country. We'll get to all that in a second. I, I want to mention this good story. Hero Boy Scouts applauded for courageous and selfless acts during the deadly Amtrak train derailment. For those of you who look at the, the way the country is going, the 85% of us who think it's going in the wrong direction, listen to this for a second, okay? Then we'll dive into the, uh, the news of the day. There were 275 passengers and 12 crew on board the Amtrak track train when it derailed in Missouri last week. Among the travelers on the ill-fated train were two Boy Scout troops headed home from Wisconsin from a 10-day backpacking trip to Mexico, New Mexico. After the train derailed, the Boy Scouts members displayed acts of courage and heroism. How is it possible in the United States in 2022 that such a horrible place to live, particularly for young people, that young Young men would uh, step up. Oh, but they're all white. Don't say anything. There were brave actions taken by members of Troops 13 and 73 of Boy Scouts of America Bay Lakes Council in Appleton, Wisconsin. Between the ages of 14 and 17. It's a lot of chaos chaos when it first fell over. There was crying, screaming, confusion, said 16-year-old Elijah Awe. Awe attended to his father, who suffered uh, cracked vertebrae and bruised ribs. My dad, he was having trouble breathing. His ribs were hurting, and right away he knew that he broke something. One Boy Scout was trapped in the train bathroom for 35 minutes because the weight of one of the passengers who died prevented him from opening the door. Eli Skripasek, 15-year-old scout, scampered to a nearby ditch where the dump truck driver had been ejected. This young man, I won't try to butcher his name, tried to administer first aid to stop the bleeding. It was too late. The scout comforted the driver as he died. That doesn't sound like, I don't know, the typical 14 and 15-year-old in the United States of America, like uh, Kellyanne Conway's daughter, Claudia. I'll, I'll share her audio in a minute. She didn't save anybody's life or show any bravery at all. She just a spoiled leftist brat. Uh, they tried to locate the driver, attempted first aid, summoned state police, emergency responders, said Scott Armstrong, the director of the National Media Relations for the Boy Scouts. They continued to give aid, then wound up just giving him comfort. He passed away on the scene, unfortunately. The boy's father said, my son's okay. He shook now that the adrenaline is worn off. When he finally did talk to him, he was pretty upset. He wishes he could have done more. At least one Boy Scout broke windows on the train to help people escape. These are 14 to 17-year-olds. Harrison Boardman, 17, opened up as many windows as possible so passengers in the overturned train, cars could escape. I was trying to make sure I was the last scout off the train. So we had everybody. I thought it was really awesome how fast we were able to help other people. I believe they're, part of their credo is to uh, help other people, to, to serve all mankind. I could be wrong. Maybe it's changed. Maybe it's to uh, consider gender uh, hormone blockers, uh, uh, puberty blockers, and, and radical surgery to become a girl. Maybe is that the new one? I don't know. Henry Gadzik said, I'm wearing this uniform. People expect me to know what to do and to help others. 
And I knew that that's the role I have to play right now. I have the power to help people, and I need to do it. This is a 14 to 17-year-old. Armstrong said all of the scouts were in relatively decent shape, but some of the adults were pretty banged up. Nothing life-threatening, but every one of them put their skills and kind of presence of mind to good use yesterday helping others. We're really proud not only of just the scouts, but also the volunteer adult leaders who were with them. Scott Elijah, Elijah Schultz said, it really can happen at any time. These emergencies, these incidents, no one is really ever truly safe. There's kind of the feeling that there wasn't anything we could have done to stop it. All that matters is what you have to do to be prepared for it. And you can just uh, put this up against all of the videos uh, out of New York and Chicago where people are beaten nearly to death and people stand around, young people stand around and uh, videotape it with cell phones. Nicole Tierney, the mother of one of the three scouts on the train, told uh, WBAY-TV, I'm very proud of how some of our boys helped with some of the injured passengers and how they were willing to put themselves aside. That's just what Boy Scouts do. 85%. Claudia Tenney, or Conway, by the way, in uh, meanwhile, 17, the daughter of Kellyanne Conway and her radical leftist father, said she wouldn't be attending uh, celebrating July 4th because we're not free with regard to uh, turning over Roe v. Wade. Now, she, I think, went through puberty less than a decade ago. Here is a Claudia Conway yesterday. A little juxtaposition compared to the scouts who saved lives and uh, provided aid and comfort to a dying truck driver. And at a time, especially at a time like this, not to buy into July 4th propaganda, you know, land of the free, we're not free. Why should we be celebrating independence when not all of us have independence? And that's why we're out here fighting for our reproductive rights, um, challenging the overturn of Roe v. Wade by the Supreme Court. Yeah. Well, see, this is what the left says. If they can't have their way, then everybody is not free. And it's nonsense. She's a child. She's being fed by her father. Uh, I know I know how uh, vulnerable a lot of kids are at this age. When you say things like, oh, yeah, you, they're gonna, people are going to die. They're going to go and they're going to have uh, coat hanger abortions in, uh, in uh, alleyways and they're going to die by the thousands. That never happened, by the way. And I haven't read any stories about women who died performing their own abortions this weekend. I could be wrong. Maybe there are thousands of cases as promised by the left, but apparently they haven't happened. Uh, weird. Kind of weird that way. Campus Reform interviewed some students this weekend. Here, again, the opposite of the kids who saved people on that train and provided aid and comfort. How do you celebrate the 4th of July? Watch the fireworks, uh, family time, normally cookouts, outings. Have friends over and watch fireworks. Independence Day kind of celebrates our country's founding, right? And when America was founded, unfortunately, a lot of indigenous people groups were thrown out of their homes. Do you think it's respectful? Yeah, the uh, the uh, the real estate on the entire planet has been passing through different hands over thousands of years. To celebrate Fourth of July in light of that. I actually don't. Do you think it's disrespectful? Doesn't mean it was fair. It just happened. Respectful towards those people groups who celebrate the Fourth? In a way, yes. I don't like the rah-rah and the the flags and the patriotism and the independence part but i do enjoy the fact that there are fireworks so would you sign a pledge i'm not a big corporal punishment fan is it too late at this age do not celebrate the fourth out of respect to indigenous people groups i would be willing to sign that yes you would so you'll sign it right now i'll sign it right now see it's it's easy uh, you could you can spout off and say things about how horrible your country is like ilhan omar has from a position of uh, i'm really well fed and free 
it, it is remarkable how little of this nonsense happens in places like, I don't know, Ethiopia. City of Orlando, Florida, issued a, uh, an apology over the weekend for posting a negative 4th of July message in which it said it can't blame people for not wanting to celebrate American when there's so much division, hate, and unrest. That was the city of, uh, of Orlando. Well, the people of Orlando said, uh, you know what? Screw you. We still love our country. We want to have the 4th of July. So uh, uh, they basically had to rescind it. city of Orlando posted an apology the next day for, well, I guess this morning, uh, saying that we really regret uh, the negative impact our words have had on some in our community. We understand these words offended some of our residents, which was not our intent. We value the freedoms we have in this country and are thankful to the men and women who have fought and continue to fight for those. Well, here's the thing. Uh, You've got so much division, hate, and unrest. That comes from the left. That comes from uh, little spoiled children like the uh, aforementioned Claudia Conway and those kids on campus. All of this hatred and division comes from the left. The conservative movement, people on our side, we're all about, hey, live freely. Live freely. We have a, uh, uh, a representative republic. We have states that have different laws, and, and if you want to go to a state, for instance, if you New York right now is putting a bunch of unconstitutional controls on concealed carry, and, and people in New York State may have to consider, because of all the difficulty and all the unconstitutional crap that Governor Kathy Hochul is, uh, is putting on them to protect themselves, well, then many people from New York may have to move to another state. Guess what? In the state of Missouri, if you want to have an abortion as birth control, which is, oh, 93% of the abortions out there, you're going to have to go to another state. Oh, but that's a gigantic burden to visit a state to get a procedure done. But it's not a burden to have to move from New York to protect yourself, which is why we have the Second Amendment. Kind of weird that way. Kind of weird that way. Oh, and this is funny. Joey Chestnut took down uh, an animal rights protester midway through Nathan's hot dog eating contest. <laughs> you see this yesterday? This is so badass. First of all, we live in a country where, uh, you know, eating is a competitive sport. <laughs> and there are a million countries where they wish. I mean, they would, half the population would be like, I would love to be a competitive eating. I really, e- eating anything would be great, to be quite honest. <clears throat> but when we have people to get together and line up in front of a table and stuff their gullets with 63 Nathan's hot dogs with buns and water. Joey Chestnut was uh, throwing down hot dogs. He was midway uh, with the 17th dog. And this jerkweed, uh, the protester, uh, has a Darth Vader hat on. And it says, expose Smithfield Death Star. Smithfield, they're the ones who uh, process the meat to like the glorious Nathan's hot dogs, although I'm partial to Hebrew National. Uh, and this guy steps up there. Joey T- Chestnut reaches over, grabs him by the neck, throws him down, hot do- doesn't lose the hot dog in his left hand. Then security comes and gets the guy and drags him off. And Joey Chestnut goes on to win. <laughs> Now, he fell short of the 76 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes he set last year. He only did 63 this year. Probably because, you know, when you're fending off a, a, a jerkweed leftist protester, you know, it takes away from your game. In the women's division, Mika Sudo, 36, beat out runner-up Michelle Lesko, 38. She ate 40 hot dogs and buns in 10 minutes, which, uh, you know, for those of you in the men's division who got beat by Joey Chestnut, if you want to really compete next year, I'd say become a woman. 
Is this one of the sports you can you can uh, claim to be a woman and eat more hot dogs? I, I wonder. Sudo is the uh, world's number one ranked female eater, and she did not participate last year because she was pregnant. Is what it was. So uh, there, I, I wonder. I wonder if you could uh, you could identify as a woman and uh, compete. I, I got to tell you, if I identified as a woman, there's no way I could put down forty hot dogs. <laughs> Let's take a break, guys. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Back in a sec. Dissent is not disinformation. It's The Rob Carson Show. At a time, especially at a time like this, not to buy into July 4th propaganda, you know, land of the free. We're not free. Why should we be celebrating independence when not all of us have independence? And that's why we're out here fighting for our reproductive rights, um, challenging the overturn of Roe v. Wade. By the- okay, that is Claudia Conway. She's 17 years old. Uh, and her mother is really embarrassed, Kellyanne Conway. And I would be, too, by the way. <clears throat> I would be like, oh, dear God in heaven. But you know what? There's really nothing you can do when somebody is that. She's not stupid. She's just ignorant, by the way. Oh, uh, one other note on the... Uh, Joey Chestnut devouring 63 hot dogs. Second for the men was uh, Jeffrey Esper, and he was beaten by 20 hot dogs. So Jeffrey, if he identifies as a woman next year, not guaranteed to win because the uh, the woman who won ate 40 hot dogs. And if he, if Jeffrey Esper uh, ate 20 fewer hot dogs than Joey Chestnut, that would mean that he was able to eat, I guess, no, wait a minute, he would win, 43 hot dogs. So he ate 43 uh, the female winner won 40. Maybe this is an opportunity for, uh, you know, uh, failed uh, competitive eaters to compete with women. I, I, I don't know. <clears throat> Why not? You did it with swimming. You did it with swimming. Uh, let's go to Randall in Pacific Grove, California. Hello. <clears throat> excuse me. Hello there, Randall. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's on your mind today? Hi, Rob. Um, I'm not going to touch out with a 10-foot sausage. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. I, I, all right. Good. All right. I always like to make you laugh, man, because you're funny. Uh, you make me laugh a lot. And um, I want to comment on the Spider-Man thing. And I want to yes. comment on the heroes and the train wreck. Go ahead. <laughs> what if they gave them Ritalin? What if they decreased their testosterone? You wouldn't have these heroes, see? Yeah. You know? That, that's true. So yeah, if maybe an example of, of, of males that have testosterone. Testosterone happens to be the positive hormone. No, 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 no. You're too, no. Masculinity is is uh, is uh, what is it? Uh, uh, toxic. Don't you know that, Randall? <laughs> Not yet. I'm thinking a little masculinity save those people on the train, right? Yeah, right. And you know what's kind of funny is these wokies <laughs> are like uh, uh, number one. The low T men are no different than the hysterical women. I mean, I have to deal with them every day. And uh, the thing is, is they're confusing dopamine, which these Wokies are high on, obviously, when you listen to them talk, and adrenaline with their rage. It does not shut off. You can't just shut off adrenaline, even when everything is resolved. Yeah. You can't shut that off. And it's obviously that these people are high on adrenaline and dopamine. Yeah. And I also wanted to comment on the Spider-Man thing. On the new gay Spider-Man that it literally is, he's he wears a, uh, a, a, a an outfit with lace. I'm not kidding. I wish I were kidding, but go ahead. Well, as, uh, since Carmel is right near here, and it's right in Clint Eastwood territory, uh, you may want to ask yourself this question. Yes. Was the first and second Spider-Man movie a gay guy? Uh, 
Well, I don't. Uh, was he? I don't think so. I'm not yeah, sure. I don't think so either. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so. The actor, the actor who played him in the first three movies, should sue for portraying his. Toby McGuire. He did. He did. Yeah, he he didn't agree to that. Well, this is just a comic book. It hasn't been made into a movie because I think it would do a face oh, plant. Okay. Like, oh, right. <laughs> some underground rag pelling yes. around in some seedy, yes. dusty place. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, Randall, here, Randall, let me just say in, in parting because we've got to take a break. The only reason they did that is to, get, to sell some, uh, to get people talking about comic books because generally comic books are, are purchased by nerdy fat guys who, who are virgins. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, let's take. I'm in a Pixar movie with the. Uh, like a love scene between two women. Yes, the Buzz Lightyear yeah. movie that flopped uh, did feature a lesbian kiss. All right, let's take a break. All right, Randall, take care of yourself. we got to take a break. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. <laughs> So I got a ton of stuff to get to. I want to get to next at the top of the hour. We're going to talk about the uh, shooting in uh, Highland Park, Illinois, and the 57 shootings that happened before that in Chicago. Uh, we've also got the juxtaposition of audio from uh, uh, this wonderful woman who's running Harriet Hageman uh, at a Trump rally with uh, her list of what's wrong with America and what Americans have come together on. We'll share that. And the smartest thing over the weekend said was from uh, UFC champ Israel Adesanya. He's calling for public naming of the pedophiles in the Helene Maxwell case. Literally, he is the only person who said this weekend, hey, Helene Maxwell or Ghislaine Maxwell or whatever, she's going to jail for 20 years for trafficking underage girls to nobody, I guess. Yeah, pretty smart. All right, all of that on the way. Also, also, Representative, former Representative Devin Nunes talking to us next hour about uh, online censorship and whatnot. This, my friends, is a Monday slash Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. And it's already Tuesday, guys. Already Tuesday, which may be a good or bad thing, depending on where you are. Maybe you enjoyed a great uh, weekend. Maybe many of you uh, had to work this weekend. I know uh, a lot of you did. I've got a story I want to share later about a woman who cut my hair at Great Cleps this weekend. uh, Because, you know, heroes come in a lot of different shapes. And I'm not saying necessarily she's a... A hero in the traditional sense, but I'll, I'll share the story very shortly on the show. And by the way, I have the only dog in America, I think, maybe I'm wrong, that loves fireworks. I got two other dogs. One, fortunately, is uh, 15 years old, deaf. <clears throat> Still is bothered by fireworks. And then I've got a little uh, Pekingese who's, I had to drug the dog, you know, and the dog was still mellow this morning. And I was like, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Deathly afraid of fireworks she doesn't understand. Takes a little bit of a pill, lays down, just, I mean, mellow. I'm like, do they make these for people? <clears throat> but, but I do have a dog. She was outside. She was thrilled by it. She was, I was holding a Roman candle. Yeah, I know you're not supposed to do that, whatever. Uh, Roman candle just pew, pew, pew. And she's barking, going crazy. My wife's like, don't do that. I'm like, the dog likes fireworks. Uh, anyway. Um, 
Oh, yeah, the second uh, mass shooting, Robert E. Cremo, the third in custody, 22-year-old man in Highland Park, Illinois, known to law enforcement, uh, had been notified of law enforcement about uh, his tendencies, posted all of his uh, uh, violent uh, notions on social media, which included uh, hints at uh, schoolroom shooting and police shooting. Uh, But other than that, there was really nothing to see there. Let's go after law-abiding citizens. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, Joe Biden is calling for more gun control. I think the reason is because, don't tell him, he doesn't remember the bill they just jammed through Congress about a week and a half ago that nobody read, that everybody said had to be passed if we were going to prevent massacres like in Uvalde or in Buffalo. And then another one happened. And the police knew about this one, too. So what's broken here? Dear God. And then with all the America hating from people like Kellyanne Conway's daughter and, and uh, the kids who uh, interviewed uh, kids on campus from Campus Reform, the story this weekend about a Rihanna, who is a person of color, is now the America's youngest self-made billionaire. Did you know that? She's 34 years old. She just made uh, Forbes' annual list of America's richest self-made women. Third year in a row. Uh, ranking 21st in a, in a country that is so fundamentally racist that you cannot succeed. You certainly cannot uh, get good grades. And you can't uh, be responsible. And you got to turn to a life of crime and violence and drug dealing because the country sucks so bad. Back to uh, 34-year-old Rihanna. Rihanna's net worth $1.4 billion, only partly from her successful musical career. Most of it comes from her entrepreneurial endeavors, including Fenty Beauty, Fenty Skin, and Savage X Fenty, whatever the hell that is. So she's worth all of this stuff. And here's what she said in this country. Listen to this, in this horrible racist country that people of color can't succeed in, despite, I don't know, the litany of people in co- of color in this country who've succeeded. Uh, uh, she says it, it, the, her focus isn't the money. She said it's all about the work, 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 work. 2019, she told the New York Times, I never thought I'd make this much money, so a number is really not going to stop me from working. Isn't that weird how that happens? In a country that is so fundamentally racist that Rihanna could come a, become a billionaire And in this country, 13% of the country are people of color or black people, I should say, African-American descent, of those in the demo for Rihanna, which is presumably 12 to 24, maybe 25 to 34, maybe 25 to 44. That would mean there's a whole lot of people uh, who are white people and other people, minorities or whatnot, or or ethnic groups that love Rihanna. It's kind of crazy that way. Kind of crazy. Oh, here's another, here's another thing that brings us together. I mentioned earlier that 85% of Americans think the country's going the wrong way. 70% don't want Joe Biden to run for president again. 70% of people see that Joe Biden is an incompetent boob whose brain is broken. They do. It's really cool. Mm. 71% of Americans do not believe Joe Biden should run for a second uh, term amid high inflation rates and soaring gas prices. For those who believe Joe should not run for election, 30% said it because he was too old. He'll be 81 in 2024. 45% said he's a bad president. There you go. We came together again. That's kind of cool. 
And then another thing we saw this weekend, I mean, this is, this is uh, the uh, glorious Ilhan Omar. She's a spoiled child of uh, uh, oligarchs from Somalia who escaped because the, uh, the people were uh, uprising against the, the oligarchs in uh, Somalia and the government. And uh, her family escaped by, uh, uh, by a hair's breadth. And she came over here and started immediately complaining about, um, about America and how much America sucks. Well, to most Somalis who come here, they think it's a pretty great, great country. Because they they come here because Somalia is a crap country, and uh, people get murdered there all the time by the government, and and it's uh, very difficult to not only feed yourself, but to be able to protect yourself, because they don't have a Second Amendment, they don't have a First Amendment, they don't have enough food to, to feed themselves, they come over here, they drive cabs, they do whatever, they work their way up, they make it, and they love America, that's why they came here. They aren't the uh, the uh, they weren't childhood uh, members of essentially royalty who come here to America to uh, rip on the country. But here is and this is this is I've seen the audio I've seen or I've heard the audio I've seen the video. This is Ilhan Omar trying to speak over a crowd at her concert Saturday, featuring a Somali singer, and uh, all they did for two and a half minutes was boo her. Now, some people say, no, 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 they weren't booing. They were saying uh, some Somali phrase. No, no, no. They gave her the thumbs down. There were people in the crowd saying, literally, uh, get the bleep out of here. Here is the audio. So she's getting the, the mic's getting ready to be turned over to Ilhan Omar, the the future of the Democrat Party, who everybody loves. She's a member of the squad, and she goes into <coughs> Minneapolis, where she has brought uh, uh, this hatred of America, and also Minneapolis that was nearly burned down to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars, including the uptown area. Hundreds of businesses burned to the ground, and Ilhan Omar said, "Defund the police," and Minneapolis is still suffering from that. An incredible rise in crime and whatnot and Ilhan Omar takes the stage and instead of embracing her and cheering her leftist agenda which is where she wants to take the country which is where 85% of Americans don't want your country to go she gets booed roundly and this is in a place her safe zone So she expects to be treated like royalty, like she is in Washington, D.C., because she's this young breed, the, the squad. And she goes back, literally the people who voted for her, and they hate her guts. One of the things that she's championed is the radical LGBTQ agenda, including sexualizing of children and changing genders. Not too crazy with the Somali, largely Muslim population. She also said that the refugee camp that she had to go to or with her really rich and entitled parents was worse than America. And uh, the Somalis who probably escaped refugee camps like that uh, didn't agree. That's th thumbs down. Thumbs down from the crowd. I just love, I love this. This is Minneapolis. I lived in Minneapolis for five years. It's bat guano crazy left up there. But the average... I'd say, wouldn't say average, but most Minnesotans, they love the country. 
Many of them very left to center. Don't get me wrong. It was very hard for me as a conservative to exist in Minneapolis. I got turned down from a talk radio job up there because they thought I was too conservative. <laughs> WCCO. Hi, everybody at WCCO. How you doing? But average Minnesotans are saying, no, this is nonsense. We love our country. We may disagree. We may have the Democrat Farmers and Laborers Party in, in, in charge of our, uh, our uh, Congress here and our legislature here in St. Paul, but we still love the country. She got booed off the stage or tired, but even Minneapolis is tired of this crap. Tired of it. And then over, uh, uh, I, I saw, actually, I should say, a speech by uh, Wyoming candidate for uh, Senate who is running against, by the way, Liz Cheney, who's beating Liz Cheney like 70 to 30. I mean, it's, it's going to be an unbelievable blowout. And, and Liz Cheney, who we'll hear here very shortly, uh, Liz Cheney, um, we heard from over the weekend, she's going to stop Liz Cheney. She's going to de- defeat Liz Cheney because Liz Cheney is awful. I want you to listen to, this is at a Trump rally. This is Harriet Hageman, who's running against Liz Cheney, talking about all of the grievances that you and I have. Listen carefully. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my very best to not interrupt at all because what she says is exactly why 85% of us are saying we don't like the direction of the country. We're fed up with the Green New Deal and the socialists who created it. We're fed up with the attacks on our fossil fuel and energy industries. We're fed up with an open border. We're fed up with human trafficking. We're fed up with fentanyl flooding our country. And we're fed up with illegal immigration. Just getting started. Wow. We're fed up with the liberal media, Twitter, Facebook, Google, and YouTube for blocking conservative speech. We're fed up with our government and universities censoring conservative thought, canceling debate, and rewriting history. We're fed up with the corruption in the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, the CIA, the NSA. I'm going to keep this clip. It's amazing. We're fed up with Anthony Fauci. What? <laughs> we're fed up with the politicians and the elitists in D.C. who are getting rich while the middle class falls further behind every year. We're fed up with Joe Biden, with Nancy Wow. Wow. And we're fed up with Liz Cheney. (laughs) We are putting everyone on notice. As of November 8th, we're taking our country back. So the positive about this and what it says to me is there are about Three to five percent of radical leftists who are guiding everything that she just said and supported by the Democrat Party, mainstream media and big social media. But most even liberals in the country don't agree with a gigantic share of it. Hence, 
85% of the American people saying we're going in the wrong direction. Your thoughts are welcome. Michelle, you'll be up first. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. SS Bitanic sets sail on January 20th, 2021. Now she's taking on water in a big way. It's the Rob Carson Show. When you head home, head home safely. Head home safely. And as a, uh, I used to have a grandpa every time. I- that is our president this weekend. He is strong of voice. Walk out of his house in Scranton and say, Joey, keep the faith. And my grandmother would yell, no, Joey, spread it. Let's spread the faith, folks. Thank you all so very, very much. Thanks. And here is uh, uh, Jill Biden reminding him to say something. God bless America. Okay. And God bless America. Thank you. There you go. So God she, protect our troops. She stepped in there and she said, uh, God bless America. And then she wiped something off of his chin. Presumably something he had eaten hours before. I don't know. Anyway, let's go to Michelle in Northwest Baltimore. Hello, Michelle, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Well, I have to tell you, I was thinking about what I was going to talk about. I want to tell you about my 4th of July. First of all, 4th of July has always been very special to me because I first met my husband on the 4th of July. Nice. Ever since then, the 4th of July has been like a family time for us. Sure. And um, so after all these years of going to see the fireworks, my husband said, you want to go see the fireworks? Like, this that kind of old hat, you know. But he said, no, no, let's go. So we went down, ordinarily we'd go downtown to the Inner Harbor area. Mm-hmm. which is always very crowded and uh, hard to get a parking spot. This yeah. year, somehow, my husband found a place. I'm not even quite sure where it was. All I know is it was amazing, and that's what I want to tell you. Really? <clears throat> it was as if it was, if you go to the movies and you have the movie all the way around you, no matter where you look, you see the screen. Well, that's how it was with these fireworks. Wow. Because they were in front of us, and you could see it mirrored on the water. You wow. could feel the breeze on coming off the, the water you yeah. could see the boats lobbing bobbing gently in the water and in the on the in the distance in the right you could see fort McHenry, right oh wait a second okay you're getting oh, to where i'm coming from okay, okay. sorry so sorry sorry i've been there many times so yeah okay so the only thing that would have made this even <laughs> more spectacular for me and i will add one more thing when they finished and we could see the fireworks to the left to the right all around no matter where you turn there were fireworks being able to see, see seen in the distance, mirrored on the water. My husband started singing the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, it, it was glorious because this is the first year that I felt really happy Good. that there's been a change in this country. Because I remember yeah. when Obama was talking about he's going to completely destroy the Republican Party. There won't be any more Republican Party. Fundamentally change thought, America, by the way. Yeah. That's right. And I thought he's going to... I don't think there's going to be one. And then what happens this year? You know, I think they say that God has a sense of humor. What happens the Supreme Court, despite the um, enormous yes. amount of pressure that the yep. Democrats put them under? Yep. Nevertheless, there was a vote this year for life, for children. Yep. 
that they're going to not be killed. Instead, they have the opportunity to live. And I think that's a, an amazing, wonderful thing. That was one. And number two was the fellow whose name I don't know of him, who the Supreme Court said, yeah, he's entitled to pray publicly. Joe Elliott. Wow. So uh, kill the Republican Party? I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, now, 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 let me ask you this. Let me ask Michelle. Michelle, you and your husband, did you did you go down because you hate the founders because they were slave owners and everybody there said the same thing, that the country was built on slavery and we should hate it? Well, I think my ancestors were <laughs> slaves in Africa anyway. So uh, the All point right. is right. that <laughs> I, I am not a slave today, and I've got yes. freedom. i got freedom to move. I could go walk around where I want in this country. i got to be careful, but I can be safe, you know, and I can mix with other Americans and hear... Here, here and see the um, the fireworks. Yeah. And next year, what I'd love to see would be at uh, Fort McHenry, oh. and at the end, everybody singing the Star Spangled Banner. Now, Michelle, you've you've been and seen the uh, presentation of the uh, flag at Fort McHenry in the the theater. They put you there and they tell you the story, and then they open the curtain and they play the Star Spangled Banner. Have you been? Have you seen that presentation at Fort McHenry? I, I have been to Fort McHenry, but oh. I don't think I saw that presentation. Michelle, my wife and and my father in law, my mother in law. This is about twelve years ago, or maybe maybe a little bit longer. We went. And they opened that curtain, and my wife turned to me with tears streaming down her face with pride. Uh, it is one of the most patriotic things you can possibly experience, other than maybe what you saw finally at the Inner Harbor in Baltimore last night. I love it, Michelle. Okay, all the best. Thanks for letting All the best. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. If you get a chance to go to Fort McHenry, and see the the story of the flag, the story of the battle, the story of Francis Scott Key, and uh, you will cry. And you know what? A lot of people of color, like Michelle, who just called, who mentioned that her, her ancestors were from Africa, maybe were slaves. Wow, so much must be a person of color, should hate America. No, she doesn't. She doesn't because... You know, remember, remember Whitney Houston singing for the uh, National Anthem? Remember when we used to all stand for the National Anthem? Remember before Colin Kaepernick, a spoiled, uh, entitled brat, just like uh, 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 the daughter of Kellyanne Conway? Remember that, before all that? Yeah, we were all proud of our country, and we still are. And now that we've seen how Joe Biden and the radical left class of 1968, uh, Barack Obama crowd, uh, the direction they're taking the country, Americans are saying, uh, not only no, but hell no. So uh, we got more on this. Your calls are welcome at 800-922-6680. Uh, Devin Nunes is, uh, was a re uh, Republican congressman from the state of California. He now is in charge of Truth Social. We'll talk to him a little bit about some uh, recent victories with regard to the Supreme Court, freedom of speech, social media. I have personally noticed that uh, Facebook has gotten off my back, and I've gone literally from like 100 uh, followers to 36,000 people a day on Facebook because they're scared of Elon Musk. And, by the way, Facebook is faced with gigantic pay cuts, staff cuts, because people are saying, we're done. Hey, guys, it's Carson. Have you guys signed up for Stamps.com yet? Well, time is money, and you don't want to waste uh, time or money with repeated trips to the post office. Stamps.com, you can skip the trip, focus on how to take your small business to the next level. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right now from your computer, saves you money on the process. So you spend less time at the post office and more time making uh, your customers happy. 
Stamps.com gives you access to all post office and UPS shipping services you might need from your computer and to get discounts you won't find anywhere else. All you need is a computer, standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. Stop overpaying for shipping with Stamps.com. Sign up with the promo code NEWSMAX at Stamps.com for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code NEWSMAX for Stamps.com. It is a Tuesday edition of the Rob Carson Show, four-day work week, a short work week. And the CEO of Truth Social, Trump Media, and Technology Group, also former congressman from California, Devin Nunes, joins us on the, uh, on the Newsmax hotline. Hello, sir. How are you? Hey, Rob. It's great to be with you today. Happy, uh, happy July 5th, the after... Fourth of July. Uh, and by the way, I think you just made my onion ring post on my Truth Social page blow up, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm, uh, I actually love what we're trying to do is get people to post something other than just politics. I mean, obviously, yes. we're, a, we're a news and information site. That's why a lot of people go to us. But, you know, we're also trying to, to do other social media uh, areas and we want people to have fun on the side and one of the things I like is food so it looked like you were making some onion rings yesterday yes I was and and just a real quick note and, and not meaning to be disparaging but uh, you need a little bit of a technique on the hot dogs on the grill that's the only <laughs> <laughs> I saw your post you did burgers okay. you did the, you did the frozen patties okay fine you might want to shake it up on the cheese you know maybe do a little pepper jack maybe do a little Monterey you know a little cheddar you know just do and maybe caramelize some onions on the side, but you overcooked your hot dogs, man. Well, so, so just so you know, there was a reason for that. I have an uncle okay. who liked his dog burnt to a crisp. Okay. So he asked me. He asked me specifically to make them crunchy. Yes. Well, you know, so my wife likes her marshmallows like that. My wife likes her marshmallows toasted like that. Uh, let me let me tell you that. Uh, first of all, I, I'm a beloved Truth Social. Um, I've got a, only two sites that I really go to, uh, uh, but Truth Social number one. The response that I'm getting on Truth Social is uh, amazing, and and I think that a lot of people are it's be, they're beginning to realize the uh, the real injustice that has been done to people with regard to Twitter, with regard to Facebook, with regard to um, with regard to YouTube, and the cabal. Literally, there was a cabal between. Not only them, but also the, the Democrat Party, literal uh, editing of posts coming from the White House. You've also had the mainstream media playing along. How are things going since you guys unveiled uh, Truth Social with Donald Trump uh, as the head of the company? How, do, how, does, how are things going for you? Well, I always tell people that you have to remember, Donald Trump didn't need a new company. Yeah. I didn't need a new job. I was you know, one of the highest uh, position Republicans in the House of Representatives. But we had no choice because we are in a what is a propaganda war in this country and our voices have been taken away from us. And so what Donald Trump wanted to do, and he called me and asked me to do this, is he wants to give the American people their voice back. And every day we see more and more people who are being banned. I mean, just just yesterday, or at least in the last 48 hours, Dave Rubin, popular kind of used to be a left wing guy, now is a conservative uh, podcaster, uh, got booted from from Twitter, the Twitter sewer, for actually just posting the fact about a guy named Jordan Peterson, who's also kind of a podcast guy, being kicked off of Twitter. So he got yeah. kicked off just sharing that a guy got kicked off. 
No. So yeah. it's completely out of control. Um, look, every I guess the bottom line is this, Rob. Every day uh, we grow, we add users. It's a fun site. People are having fun. They're able to connect with people that they haven't connected with for many, many years. And, and look, as a guy, I was one of the first guys in Congress to go to Parler. Yeah. And I watched that platform just, just take off. And, of course, before Amazon and Bezos cut the cords and killed all their servers off and killed the company, um, I was also one of the first to go to Rumble. So this isn't my first rodeo. I've watched, yeah. this, I've watched this before. And obviously with somebody like President Trump with his stature, him putting his name behind it, with myself and our team and all the patriots who have joined, you know, look, I, it, it's, and we're, we're barely, you know, we're barely just out of beta testing here. We've only been going a yeah. few months. Yeah. Um, and it's an exciting place to be. As you know, there's a lot of information there, a lot of people there, and it's only going to get better. And look, none of us wanted to do this, yeah. but what the hell were we supposed to do? We had no way to communicate even with one another. Yeah, well, it, it is very dis- it's it, it's very disheartening. Um, I, for instance, on Facebook, I had a Facebook page, several hundred thousand followers, really growing. Was doing live broadcasts, getting gigantic uh, audiences watching my show. And the, the day after the election, it just disappeared. No explanation, no uh, no recourse whatsoever. Gone, gone, gone. So they, literally, they gave it back to me. I can't post on it. They gave it back to me about two months ago. So Facebook is a lost cause. And by the way, I don't know if you read this. Uh, Facebook is saying, or at least Mark Zuckerberg is saying, one of the worst downturns in history. He's telling his company that uh, it's going to be essentially a bloodbath. Uh, he is uh, raising his expectations about having more aggressive goals, turning up the heat a little bit. He's telling his employees who like Twitter, which I liken to a uh, faculty lounge at a university. They they literally are the faculty lounge that only allows a certain viewpoint, and they've been in control. They're people who went to school, went to college, were part of that that academic crowd that that shut down. Uh, conservative speech, called it white supremacist, called it racist, got out, got into the social media world, were in charge of these social media networks, and now we're realizing that this faculty lounge has so severely restricted speech. It's disheartening for us, but clearly the message is getting out there that these uh, these uh, these pages uh, have, have abused their privilege and are losing their butts, one of them being taken over by Elon Musk. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think that when you look at, at, at Twitter... Uh, it's it's essentially I don't I don't spend a lot of time I don't lose sleep over what happens on Twitter because <laughs> yeah, for a long yeah. time it, it really is just a global PR wire where celebs and Hollywood yeah. types and political hacks go to put out their press releases and you know it's good like when there's breaking news because every every big corporation a mainstream media site they're there so if you want to just quickly when there's breaking news go to it. But outside of that, it's pretty much useless because they curate everything to you. And if you're, you know, in center right content doesn't get seen. So it's not a social networking site. No. Um, it is. It's a PR wire. And that's what not what true social is trying to be. I mean, we're going to be that. We already are that. We've got enough great news organizations and, can, you know, you know, not only just center, but also center center right. And we even have liberals on on there now. I know. So we're going to be able to, to satisfy what you would get on on Twitter without the algorithms, without the nonsense. Yeah. Now, Facebook, you, you know, you bring up, I think it's a, it's a really interesting point. I have been noticing, and I don't know if you have, but uh-huh. more and more people that I interact with, especially kind of that over the age, Facebook has the market cornered on that over the age of 50 yes. uh, category because 
people have they put their birthday parties up there. It's been around for a decade. They've got yes. their kids the graduation. They got yes. videos. They got all that stuff on there. But I'm hearing more and more that oh, uh, I only go and check it, you know, once a month. And I, yep. you know, I used to be on it all the time, but I don't like it anymore because of course a lot of people were putting. I know, you know, they call it Facebook jail. Yeah. Um. So I think there's got to be an issue of of you know, I mean, it's a global it's a global platform a lot of users, but I'm not sure how much people are getting on there anymore. Now, Instagram, Rob, is is another interesting tool. I like Instagram. It's owned by Facebook. It really dominates in that category of of 25, you know, ages 25 to to 55. Um, It's for shorter videos. Yeah. And it it was kind of a fun place. But, you know, I had something similar to you where when I first joined – I was like, wow, this is great. And, of course, I was in the news a lot, you know, as you know, dealing with all the Russia hoaxers and all that yes. nonsense that we, had to, that we had to deal with. So, you know, I was, I was a fairly well-known, uh, you know, figure in Republican politics. And it showed right, right off the bat. I got onto Instagram and, like, overnight I was at 50,000 followers. Wow. And, and then all of a sudden I got capped at 100,000. <laughs> and I was and I was using it. It was a fun place. I was just like we were talking about. I would post food pictures. I like to grill outside. Obviously, as you know, I like to burn hot dogs. I, mean, you know, <laughs> I tried to keep it as something fun. Yes. And and I got capped at a hundred thousand. So uh, you know, uh, so obviously, they're they are regulating how you know what conservatives are seeing and what conservatives are not seeing. And I think that's why you've seen a lot of the. You know, very prominent content creators that are on True Social that were on from the beginning, quickly overnight saw so much more engagement, even in our nascent stages, than they were getting on on any of the other platforms. Yeah. Now and I was looking I think that's because they were. It's a combination of that they were shadow banned. They they people couldn't yep. find their posts. Yep. And, and and simply, there's just a lot of engaged people on True Social. You just see it every day. Now, oddly enough, you did not ban Gavin Newsom. And I'm looking at California Governor Gavin Newsom, who is a radical leftist. I'm looking at all of his radical BS posts that he's put on his new uh, page here on True Social. And you haven't put a, a warning on it. You haven't, uh, haven't put a, a COVID uh, vaccine uh, warning on it. You, it doesn't appear that you've limited his, uh, his reach. He's got so far about 49,000 followers which isn't a lot because he's the governor of California. But, uh, you know, he's not a very good governor of California. But you didn't say to Gavin Newsom, uh, no, we don't want you. You're not, you're not shadow banning him, and you're not putting any sort of uh, uh, editing uh, of disinformation or misinformation on any of his posts. It's quite amazing. <laughs> well, uh, uh, imagine that. We're a free speech platform, <laughs> no. and we don't censor for political views. And in fact, Rob, I actually believe that Newsom, who's trying to run for president in 2024, of course, I think he believed the fake news. There's always these fake news stories about True yes. Social out there, but one of the big fake news stories was that Donald Trump is personally banning people from the site. They're k- getting kicked <laughs> off. Well, of course, that was total nonsense. We don't yes. ban anyone unless you do something illegal on the of platform. Course. But you know, for sure, if you just express your political views, you're not going to get banned. I think what he believed was he was going to go on there uh, with his with his nonsense, which it is it, it is nonsense. It may be yeah. his views, but it is left wing nonsense. Yes. But instead of us kicking him off, we actually did the opposite. I don't think they were ready for it. 
I welcomed him to the platform. Yes. Like, hey, welcome, Governor. You're here. And guess what? He may have 50,000 followers, like you said, but I guarantee you this. There are 50,000 real Americans, real Thank people, you. unlike Thank what you have on these other platforms where there's a lot of corporate bot accounts and scams and, and yes. all of that sort of thing. Yeah. So, look, he's got 50,000 followers there. Probably a lot of people don't agree with him, Rob. Yeah, yeah. It would be my guess. Yeah, here's what but I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead. Okay, he, he can post I'll- there. I'm going to follow him right now, just just for the hell of it. I'm going to follow him. Now, he could try to convert me or whatever. Here's, here's the amazing things about this uh, thing called the Arena of Ideas. I'm sure that you are familiar with it, uh, Devin Nunes, because, you know, that's what this is, an Arena of Ideas. And you have to be able to compete with someone in the Arena of Ideas. You can't just go in there, shoot your mouth off, and then somebody disagrees with you, have rely on the reliably left uh, powers that be at your social media network to censor any sort of uh, opposing content. It's a marvelous thing about it. And that's, you're not saying that you only want conservatives. You're saying you want anybody. And I think that is wonderful and remarkable. There are only two sites that do that. Yours is one of them. And, uh, and obviously, uh, you know, things are changing. Um, w- let me ask you this about the future of the, of the country and, and where we are. 85% of Americans say we're going in the wrong direction. Do you suppose and I would suppose, that a lot of it has to do with people being frustrated with essentially one-party rule and a complete crackdown on freedom of expression or even your own opinion. Do you suppose that's a good part of it? Well, look, I, I, I actually believe uh, something more, far more sinister than that. I believe yeah. we're, we're living in a country where you have one party that has become a Marxist party. So yep. ultimately, so you can call it, there's a lot of different names you can, you can call it, but bottom line is they want absolute and complete power. And, you know, the, the party really is reminiscent of the kind of the dying days of the Soviet Union yep. with old, decrepit leaders. And look, yep. I'm, not, I'm not picking on these people. I'm not yep. being mean. I'm just stating what it is. I mean, I had to deal with Nancy Pelosi uh, for for many many years, I was yeah. in the Gang of Eight. I was on the you know yeah. working the intelligence issues, and and it's an embarrassment. And I'm not even talking about her politics. Yeah. I'm just talking about that she she's been there way too long. Um, they she's got this whole team of people just like kind of the, like a Soviet style system around yep. her. Yep. Which is which is the, what are the big ones? It's the mainstream media who are part of all of this. Ninety five percent of the media are on her team they are never going to do anything but not they're going to promote her and her policies just like they're doing with biden you know they were able to take biden run him from a base obama and all his team ran that campaign so so look though i can go on and on about this but the bottom line is we are in a they want full and absolute power uh, they do it through the, through really, uh, I think, scary ways, unlike the Chinese communists and the Russians, where the Chinese yep. and the Russians at least know, hey, i got to keep cheap oil, cheap electricity, cheap food to my people. Mm-hmm. We're going to go do that at all yep. costs, even if it, their stuff may not work. But they know they've got to go. They, they've got to go do this and, and, and have work for people. All right. I got 30 well, seconds. I got 30 seconds. This- I'm, I'm running out of time. I apologize. We got. I'll give you 30 seconds here, and I, I sincerely apologize. I want to have you on again. Uh, the future of the country, 85% of the people saying it's going the wrong direction. Uh, the coming election, do you suppose that the Democrat Party is going to do its level best to create another summer of 2020, and do you suppose they're going to throw everything they can at the wall to see if it sticks or to bring down the country, literally, I think, bring down the country before the election? What do you think? I think, I think the bottom line is they control the media and they control social media. 
That's why I left Congress. That's why President Trump started this company. We, if if True Social can take off, it's going to be it's going to be that open town square, and we're going to slowly get our country back. And this is really the tip of the spear in terms of just letting people, you know have a free flow of information and ideas. Devin Nunes, uh, the Truth Social is wonderful. I got to tell you, it is such a gift because I was on a network of 29 Facebook pages with 18 million followers. It was taken down on October the 30th of 2018 by Facebook with 831 other conservative sites. I have weathered this storm. What you guys are doing, what Jason Miller is doing at Getter are God's work and I love the freedom of expression and the arena of ideas and if you can't compete and, and defend your views as as a leftist or a liberal, then at least try to. You may get your rear end handed to you, but it's glorious to be able to actually say what you think, and it means more than anything. That's why we have people coming across the the sea on uh, boats out of Cuba. That's why people across the Berlin Wall, freedom of expression. Devin Nunes, thanks for joining me, my friend. God bless you, and uh, and sign up for truth. One final note before parting. Go right ahead. Hey, Rob, just thanks a lot. I appreciate the opportunity, and uh, thanks for the support. Again, try to shake up the cheeses a little bit and cook some a little <laughs> bit rarer ones and post those on social media. All right? <laughs> do. All right, man, have a good day. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. take care of this. I will end this. I will make sure we have a plan. He got 81 million votes. Yeah, right. It's the Rob Carson Show. Don't worry. Uh, thank you to Devin Nunes for joining us. He is the uh, now CEO of uh, Truth Social. And if you don't have a Truth Social uh, account, please get one. And also, if you want to follow me, it's at Rob Carson Show on Truth Social. Uh, at least 54 people were shot, seven of them fatally in Chicago. And then... The Highland Park shooting took place. I'm going to cover all of this in the next hour. We had a lot of things to get to uh, with regard to the country, the direction of the country, where people are with regard to the uh, direction of the country. We're going to get to all of that uh, in the uh, next hour of the show. Your calls are welcome as well at 800-922-6680. But again, uh, you can follow me on social media. The other company I do is uh, Getter. I do Getter and I do True Social. And I've never gotten the response like I do. It took me years to get that kind of response on Facebook. And then Facebook took away my pages the day after the election in 2020. Also, Twitter constantly, constantly, constantly shuts me down. YouTube, I literally get, I get taken, videos taken down from three years ago. That's how bad they are. But uh, Truth Social and Getter are the two that I use. Catch me there at Rob Carson Show. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Rush Limbaugh shared his comedy for years. Now you'll hear it here. It's the Rob Carson Show. It is Rob Carson Show. Welcome to a Tuesday. I just posted onto social media, onto Truth Social, the onion ring recipe. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We just had uh, Devin Nunez on. He's the uh, CEO now of uh, Truth Social and uh, Trump. Uh, uh, Trump media, essentially, and he was a former... You remember Devin Nunes? He was a, a great congressman from uh, California. He left it. He left it. He left Congress because of the opportunity to create a platform that allows for freedom of speech. It's, it's pretty remarkable when you think about it. It really, really is. But anyway, uh, just follow me on social media <clears throat> at Rob Carson Show on, uh, on Truth Social and on uh, Getter as well. 
you'll get the onion ring uh, recipe. And I want to mention also, uh, real quick here before I dive into this, uh, what happened in, uh, in uh, suburban, um, suburban Chicago over the weekend. Um, if you want to listen to the podcast, the entire show, the only way you can hear the entire show of this show is live or on the podcast. All right. So if you if you miss any of it, and and trust me, if you I understand how important your time is, but we take the three hour show, we cut it down. It's about two hours on the podcast. You can listen to it, and you can share it with others. What I would ask you to do, if you wouldn't mind, is just go to newsmaxtv.com slash podcasts. NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. And if you would subscribe today, and if you would leave a five-star review, that would be great. But again, the only place you're going to hear this show, other than when it's live, is the podcast. So 54 people were shot, seven of them fatally, Friday into Monday, in Lori Lightfoot's Chicago. They were young people, as they always are. 29-year-old Keyshawn Roberts died Friday at 5 o'clock, pronounced dead. 26-year-old, pronounced dead. 24-year-old, pronounced dead. 320 people killed in Chicago through this month. 320. 320. And then what happened in, uh, in Illinois yesterday? And they have a, you know, a suspect in custody. And uh, he, uh, he displayed all of the social media uh, kind of uh, warning signs that you and I should uh, already know about because the same thing happened, by the way. The same thing happened in uh, Uvalde, Texas just a month ago. Oh, and by the way, and, and the Democrats hustled through. Oddly enough, they, they came up with this giant uh, gun bill, this uh, comprehensive gun safety legislation. They shoved through Congress. Thirteen Republicans were on board with red, red flag laws and everything. And this kid who just did all the shooting in, uh, in suburban uh, Chicago, he had all the red, fly, uh, red flags in the world. Robert Bobby Cremo, the third prolific poster online where he apparently went by the name Awake the Rapper. His videos foretell his alleged violent acts. In one, he appears to dramatize a school shooting. In another video, Crimeo uh, appears to uh, animate his own demise in a confrontation with police. 22-year-old suspect was known to law enforcement. You know, you know, they were aware of the violent videos that had been online for many months. You know, maybe that is a uh, red flag. Eh, maybe. Maybe. Joe Biden is renewing a gun control push following the Highland Park attack. Do you know why? A, he probably forgot that they passed gun control uh, legislation through Congress a couple weeks ago. And B, they want to take your guns away altogether. And thinking that them ramming through a BS piece of gun safety legislation through our Congress uh, a week and a half ago, thinking that was going to get them off our arses with regard to the Second Amendment, well, of course they weren't. Of course they weren't. Joe Biden, uh, in a statement, said, I recently uh, signed the major bipartisan gun reform legislation in almost 30 years into law, which includes actions that will save lives. Well, they didn't yesterday. But there is much more work to do, and I'm not going to give up fighting the epidemic of gun violence. Illinois has a red flag law. Waiting period for gun purchases, gun owner licensing, domestic violence gun laws, open carry regulations, numerous other gun controls. <laughs> 
You got to get the uh, firearm owner's identification card. You got to possess a valid FOID card, which is just what I said. A buyer must uh, verify local firearm ordinance requirements, a background check in accordance with state and federal laws. Buyer must abide by the state of Illinois waiting period before taking possession of the firearm. They also, uh, Highland Park, the city of Highland Park has an assault weapons ban. Also, they, uh, they ban large capacity magazines. And yet, this man was able to go in and murder six people and injure 30 other people. In this uh, story, I, I'm not sure if this is Breitbart, it says here the, uh, you know, he's known as uh, Awake the Rapper, taken into custody yesterday after FBI agents visited his family's home in Highwood, Illinois, a mile from the scene, the hip-hop phenom, really, is mostly known for his hit song, On My Mind. I didn't know that. You were always on my mind. No, I'm thinking that wasn't the one. <clears throat> he released it on October uh, 8th of 2018. The track had amassed millions of plays so far across online streaming platforms, boasts uh, one user bio on the, on the page. Cremo began uploading his music when he was 11. The page is, uh, the, 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 the page is uh, worth, he's worth $100,000. He posted a video and the since deleted YouTube page and included a drawing of someone who appeared to have been shot dead by police. Screenshots posted online indicated he uh, released a music video entitled Are You Awake in October 2021 that included drawings of a man aiming uh, a rifle at a person. The video also showed an image of newspaper clipping about Lee Harvey Oswald in another video in which Cremo appears in a classroom wearing a black bicycle helmet and says he's like a sleepwalker. I know what I have to do. This is all online and the police knew about it and they did, uh, you know, Nothing. Everything has led me up to this. Nothing can stop me, even myself, is what he put online. He also celebrated a guy who murdered himself. He committed suicide, uh, an Illinois politician, uh, back at, I remember when I was in college. I think it was back in 1987 or so, and this guy put a gun in his mouth on camera after telling everybody in the crowd to uh, leave your cameras on. It was the end of the, uh, uh, the press conference, and he, uh, he killed himself. And I was in communications, and we, uh, we studied this as a whether or not they should air it on, uh, on television. It was a, a big, uh, it was a big uh, topic of conversation. He's 22 years old. Killed a, a synagogue teacher, Jackie Sundheim, married mother, grandfather, Nicholas Toledo, 78 years old. All of the signs were here. He made references to suicide, frequently posted on a message board discussing graphic depictions of murder and death, including a recent video he shared of a beheading. Cremo was known to law enforcement. It is not known if this was due to the disturbing content he shared online or if other crimes were committed, although there was a mugshot. <clears throat> Another 25 people between the ages of 8 and 85 suffered gunshot wounds. Suffered gunshot wounds. He's broadcasting to everyone that he's going to do it. And yet, law enforcement did it again. And yet, politicians require all sorts of new rules, and none of them would have, meaned, would have meant anything. Anything at all. Listen to this. <clears throat> Kathy Hochul, New York governor, signed a sweeping gun control legislation into law on Friday, created severe new restrictions on obtaining a gun in the state, including drastically increased concealed carry regulation and requiring applicants, are you ready for this, to turn over their social media history. That's un unconstitutional and absolutely unacceptable.
According to the legislation, part of Hochul's new criteria to obtain a concealed curry permit, a carry permit will be an application, an applicant giving the government a list of containing three years of history of their current and inactive social media. Applicants must also have 16 hours of firearm training. I would recommend that you do the same thing if you're going to get an abortion. you got to give three years of uh, social media postings if you want to have an abortion. How about that? How does that feel? And an abortion isn't guaranteed by the Constitution. Applicants must also have 16 hours of firearm training. I got no problem with that. Provide four character references. That's none of your bleeping business. And list the contact information for any domestic partners or adults of any kind they live with. That's none of their freaking business. That is an invasion of privacy, and it is a violation of the Constitution on multiple fronts, you buffoon. I'll bet you could eat. Corn on the cob like a champion, though. You just, I mean, wow, she's a, anyway. Potential applicants must also show a good moral character, unlike the governor. The essential character, temperament, and judgment necessary to be entrusted with a weapon and to use it only in a manner that does not endanger oneself or one other. What are the things that temperament and judgment necessary? Well, I would assume that since uh, Kathy Hochul and Democrats think that Trump supporters are all white supremacists, that they would consider that not to be, according to them, good moral character. Temperament and judgment. That's what the left would say. They're going to do everything they can to keep you from getting a firearm. <clears throat> no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And they've got to get sued to the ends of the earth. At a press conference regarding the new legislation, Hochul said, we are creating a definitive list of sensitive locations where individuals will not be able to carry firearms, including schools, summer camps, libraries, daycares, parks, playgrounds, places children gather. All of these are now targets for insane people. You know that, idiot, don't you? Theaters, museums, entertainment venues, places of worship for religious observation, polling places, educational institutions, health, medical facilities, federal, state, government buildings, homeless and domestic violence shelters, oh, where they need them the most, places where alcohol is consumed, <laughs> restaurants, bars, public transport, everything. You can't have a gun. That's what they're saying. That's what they're saying. Another new rule is a default of no concealed carry on private property and business unless deemed permissible by property owners. So there is a default no concealed carry, carry on these properties unless they put it in there. And they said, we are making no open carry the default position for private businesses. That means any business, grocery store, retail, private home, place that wants to allow guns on their premises will have to demonstrate that and establish that they put a sign out there that says concealed carry guns are welcome here. The rest of you who are so anti-gun, you will not have that sign. You will be a target. But you know what? You're too stupid to realize it. Please, own a convenience store, own a liquor store that says no guns allowed. Do that and see what it gets you. Put that on the, on the school. Put that on your kid's front door to school, that there are no guns allowed here and, and not allowed here at all. And that you know what that says? It says to the people who want to go in and kill everybody that we don't have any guns and you can bring yours right in because you will be no resistance. And that's the same way with all the idiots who are saying no summer camps, libraries, daycares, parks and playgrounds, places children gather, theaters, museums, entertainment venues, all of these in the state of New York will be targets because of this idiot. And comprehensive gun control safety legislation did nothing. 
in the city of Chicago where 57 people were shot before yesterday. Coming up, I'm going to share something that 37 school shooters and school-related violence, uh, 37 of them, all brought together by one common denominator, and that is psychoactive drugs. I'm going to share the details, and these are prescriptions. Coming up, you're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Expression great to follow Rob Carson on social media. Go to Truth Social Getter Facebook and Twitter at Rob Carson Show. All right, so we got a lot of stuff uh, to get to before the end of the show. I got a little uh, palate cleanser for you here a piece of satire that our good friend Mr. Jim Gossett and I uh, put together this weekend. Uh, because I don't know if you do this, there's a new gay Spider Man. And uh, it's a really gay Spider-Man. I mean, like, really gay. And, not, you know, listen, I, you know what I'm talking about. You gay, gay people know this. Here's, here's what they say. This is what Marvel says about the new gay Spider-Man. Because he wears lace and everything. And it's kind of insulting to a lot of gay people. But anyway, he says, uh, this is what they say. Uh, the new gay spy, Spider-Man, the web weaver. They call him a web weaver because he makes lace and stuff and, he, you know, all that. Uh, he says uh, it, he can't and, and he doesn't represent and shouldn't represent all gay men. No single character can, duh. Uh, his fearlessly femme identity is central to who he is, but not the story which you can experience for yourself in September. So there is a new gay Spider-Man, and we did this. And by the way, being able to decorate is not a bad thing. Gay Spider-Man, gay Spider-Man, the latest upfront to Marvel fans. I'll explain in a second. LGBTQIA is the flavor of the day. Look, Look up. There goes gay Spider-Man. He really is Superman. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying. Gay Spider-Man, gay Spider-Man, has a big crush on Superman. He might. If you're offended, you'll be gay. Who wouldn't? Must accept the gay Spider-Man. Look up. There goes gay Spider-Man. There he goes, right there. If you make him mad, you may just seal your fate. He'll break into your house and he'll redecorate. Not a pejorative. Gay Spider-Man, gay Spider-Man. Don Lemon is his biggest fan. Loves to climb and loves to swing. Women, they are not his thing. Look out. Look out. There goes gay Yeah, but he's their best friend, I'll tell you that. With his fake spider tan. Look out. There goes gay Spider-Man. That's a Jim Gossett. Two S's and TTs. There. <laughs> Jim Gossett Comedy.com. <laughs> hey, guess what? We have Barbara on the phone. We have Barbara from Baltimore. Hold on. I got my theme song for Barbara. Hold on one second. Here it is right here. Here's Barbara. Yeah. Is that okay? All right. There you go. That's the only song with Barbara that I know, Barbara. How you doing? Oh, my. You know, thank you. I love that song too. I I was so I when well I'm not going to date myself, but anyway, it's one of my favorites. But it, I just want to say thank you, and for taking my call. Yes. And I wanted to sh- you know first of all, long live the Second Amendment. Okay, mm-hmm. you know I stand with that, oh, yes. and I just want to say, law-abiding citizens with concealed carry licenses and armed, trained and armed, 
is going to be the only thing that's going to stop the yes. mass mayhem and chaos and murder going on in the inner city. Barbara, Barbara, Kathy, Kathy Hochul, for lack of a better phrase, Kathy Hochul is shooting herself in the foot because the only (laughs) thing really is going to save New York City right now are the criminals realizing that people could be carrying when they try to carjack, when they try to attack you. But Kathy Hochul is ruining that. That's why she's awful and needs to be voted out of office in November. Go ahead. Absolutely needs to go. And I know. You know, um, uh, Lee Zeldin is running up there, and I, I've yes. always liked him, even though I haven't uh, voted in New York, New York in years. But you're right about that. And I've got to give kudos to a governor that I don't really like, Governor Hogan. I thought, I just think he's weak. Uh, he causes controversy. He's divided this state by uh, focusing on uh, bashing Trump instead of uniting the Republicans in, in this because I don't really believe he's a real Republican. But anyway, no, no, no. today I thought I just heard on your news that state police are no longer going to be requiring uh, this uh, quote-unquote a good reason to have a gun. I love uh, it. I love it. Did you hear this call earlier? Barbara, Barbara, did you hear the call earlier from somebody? They went to see the uh, Inner Harbor fireworks last night, and she said it was gigantic. The you people know, were patriotic. Was... They were there. You, what do you think? Well, I can say this. I didn't go to the Inner Harbor, and I told my son I wasn't sure if I wanted my 16-year-old grandson to go down with it. I know, yeah. So I'm glad, but I watched it from an exclusive place <laughs> across the bay, and it was absolutely. <laughs> I was in one of the. I was. In, I can just say this. I'll give a shout out to Mickey, um, who um, introduced me to some people, and yes. also. And we were in the parade at Towson yesterday and to hey. Alex Middle River. I we love were it. in the parade yesterday, which was Shut absolutely up. wonderful. But I was in the man cave. I've never seen a man cave like that. And we'll have a personal conversation about this man hey, cave. You but think I the man cave is good? You, you, see, you should see my wife, she shed. Go ahead. No, I just, well, you know, what, what are you going Your wife, what? Yeah. But go ahead. Go ahead. Say what you're saying about the man cave. Oh, the man cave was. <laughs> I've never seen one like it. I thought I was in a, I thought I was in a, a, a museum at first, and then it was like, <laughs> my gosh, every flavor of everything possible. Pool t- I've never been in one. Hey, like Barbara, that. Barbara, Barbara, we're up against a heartbreak. I want you to hold on because I want to ask you about what happened in Akron over the weekend. Okay. Oh. Uh, you, okay. You're familiar with the uh, Jayland Walker being shot by police. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your thoughts after the break, and I've got some thoughts, and I'd like to uh, continue this conversation, Barbara. Very rarely I keep callers on over the break, but you're worth it, sunshine. You are. (laughs) Hold on a second, okay? You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. Back in a few. So, uh, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan, who's a rhino in good standing, uh, announced today he's suspending the state's good and substantial reason requirement for concealed carry, which was a blanket uh, for the government to be able to say no, regardless of whether you are getting a, a personal firearm for your own security, which is basically the only reason you have one, of course, and that's why the Second Amendment exists. So good. California did that, too, by the way. Uh, Kathy Hochul, yeah, what's up, Doc, in New York, uh, 
uh, she is doing the opposite. She's going to do all sorts of unconstitutional things and make uh, you know schools, daycare centers, things like that, parades, an even bigger target because she's an idiot. Uh, Barbara in Baltimore was with us a couple of minutes ago. She's back. Hello, Barbara. Hi there. All right, so let me ask you about this. Uh, so you got a guy, his name is Jalen Walker. He leads police on a, uh, a, a, a high-speed ch- ch- chase. He fired at police. He, he fired a shot out of the window of the car. He, he, he pulled over. He jumped out of the car with a ski mask on with the 9-millimeter laying in the passenger seat, ran away. The officers got out their stun guns, hit him with the stun guns, no response. He turns around, and there apparently are some still shots where he's reaching towards his, uh, you know, his the band for his underwear in front of his pants, and they shot him to death. And they did it like police do. If you are under a threat where somebody could get off one shot to kill one officer, you do everything until that man stops going. Now, everyone's, you shot him 60 times. Yes, you shoot. You shoot until your magazine is empty, until that uh, that danger is eliminated. What are your thoughts on the protests? They're trying to get going in Akron, but it's not catching fire nationwide. What do you think, Barbara? Well, I tell you, I looked at this thing, and the first thing I saw was he fired a shot at police. That was it. Once you fire the shot at police, you are now going to be pursued. They've got to stop you because whatever the traffic stop was, I always raise my boys, you get a traffic stop, keep your hands within sight, and be respectful and follow the law. My kids made it through with those instructors, and it still works. No, wait, 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 Barbara, Barbara, Barbara. You are a person of color. You were telling your children who are young men, young black men, how to behave when you're pulled over by the police. That's right. Uh, and how did they ever get pulled over? I know you gave oh, them the advice. Stop. Yeah, okay. you know, up in Providence, my, my oldest son up there at college, you know, the radio too yes. loud and stuff like that. But my yes. kids, they made it through because, well, they just made it through because they knew what to do. I mean, they weren't criminals and they weren't doing criminal activity. And so as I read this article, um, the first we're talking about a situation. I mean, why is he carrying a gun? And then why would he shoot at police? And why is he wearing a ski mask? Why? <laughs> Maybe he just robbed something. Who knows? I don't know. But I tell you what, Rob, it's time for people to face the fact that criminals are going to get guns. Law-abiding citizens need them. And if I could just expand on something else that I wanted to talk about. Because <laughs> sure. Sure. Go ahead. You know what I mean? All right. And I'm I should just have you fill in when I'm off. How about that? Oh my gosh, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I don't know if I'm up to that challenge. All right, well, go know, ahead and take I, it. What, do you, what What did you want to share? What did you want to share? I just wanted to share. Uh, I heard an ad today from uh, Miss uh, Kelly Schultz, who's running for governor. Yeah. You know, she's running for governor, and I heard the ad. She's bashing Dan, Dan Cox, who is endorsed by Donald Trump, and it's like he defend he he he's a defense lawyer, and he defended someone who got off on a crime. And uh, she's that's her that's her big deal. And I uh-huh. just want to say this to the Republicans in Maryland who can hear my voice: that is a bunch of bull crap. She has had an opportunity to debate Dan Cox. I've been there, uh, waiting to see her come on. There's always an empty chair. Dan Cox is a solid conservative. I'm not buying this crap. From uh, I'm glad that Governor Hogan is going to let us uh, get a second. Get your gun. He's going to let it, let you get your gun. So get him. And uh, I just want to say, Karen, I love cute women running for office. You <laughs> sound good. 
But you know what, Rob? I just got to say it. And I'm going to put yeah. Nickley Ambrose in that same category. Right, I'm going right. to say this. Hey, don't do too much of a deep dive because this is a national audience. It's not a Baltimore I, exclusive audience. It's not going to be that deep. It's right. not going to be that deep. Right. I'm just going to say this. These yes. are extraordinary times oh, yes. for extraordinary strength. Yes. And I think we just need a whole lot of – we need some men and women, if there yes. are any, that can stand up and will stand up for conservative values. And I'm telling you, Dan Cox, is the, he is the tide that's going to lift all boats. All right, and listen. I, all right, Barbara, I got to run. I appreciate your uh, input today. Thank you for, for joining Congress. me. Dave Wallace for Congress. All right, my dear. Have a glorious day. Have a glorious day. <clears throat> so uh, with regard to this uh, Jalen Walker, uh, police in Akron had to fire tear gas on protesters outside the courthouse. They, they tried to do the burning dumpster thing. didn't work very well. One protester who goes by the name Emma Henderson tweeted, uh, tear gas is flowing. We're going to well. Uh, we're well over a block away from where it was fired, and it's our noses, eyes, and throats. One protester goes by the moniker, moniker Comrade Ohio, meaning he's a communist, tweeted a video showing a dumpster on fire in the city. City's going to burn. Tear gas deployed. Justice for Jalen Walker, abo- Walker. Abolish APD. They are flying the uh, thin, uh, the blue line flag. Come down, y'all. We need more people. Um, this is a giant fart in the wind. This one is. All right? Uh, because Jalen Walker, he either had a death wish or he's a complete moron. Either he had a death wish or he's a complete moron. That's what it's all about. Uh, I don't like to disparage people like this, but... Honestly, if you are being in a high-speed chase and you have a muzzle flash outside your window toward police as you're driving, you, you get out of the car, you run out of the car wearing a ski mask, they tase you to stop you, you do not respond, you reach for your waistband, you're going to get taken down. Your life is going to end. So instead of supporting idiots like this and going out and marching for a cause uh, that doesn't exist, for a, a movement that's based on a lie, I got an idea. Why don't you go home and take care of what's going on at home? Why don't you go home and take care of the, the, the problems that are afflicting inner cities, particularly with young black men, where the murder rate is 13 times the national average, where 57 people were shot in Chicago before there was a mass shooting from a rooftop from a guy that everybody knew something was going to happen. The police were well aware of this guy. He was posting on social media his violence tendencies. He, this Island Park, they had red flag laws, they had assault rifle bans, and they had high-capacity magazine bans. Boom, boom, boom. Fail, fail, fail. You will not make it if your movement is based on a lie. You will not make it if your movement, like the Democrat Party right now, is morally and intellectually bankrupt. And that's what it is. And nobody's going to join you this time. And nobody's going to march around. If, if George Soros can come up with a billion dollars and pay people like he did in the summer of 2020, maybe. But none of it's going to work. Body cam has been released. Cops attempted to stop this guy using stun guns. They were ineffective. That's when they opened fire on him. 60 to 80 wounds. That's what happens. Actions by the suspect caused the officers to perceive he posed a deadly threat to them. In uh, response to this threat, officers discharged their firearms, striking the subject. And yet they are still saying that they want to defund the police. Because uh, they're a stupid 
Here is West Hollywood, West Hollywood, California. Uh, Radical City Council goes against the mayor. They've had a 135% increase in violent crime in the last year, and West Hollywood is going to defund the police. Here's the story. Well, lots of talk over the past few years of defunding the police. Tonight, West Hollywood has done it, voting to reduce the number of armed deputies and using the money it saved to hire unarmed security patrols. Oh, that'll work well. KKL 9's Lori Perez is live in West It certainly has stopped those smash and grab robberies. Hollywood to fill us in. Lori. Well, Pat, it was a controversial vote and quite a turnaround. The city council... If controversial means stupid, yes. ...actually went into budget negotiations on Monday with a proposal to add a deputy. But by the end of the meeting, they had approved a budget to cut funding for five deputies and instead hire 30 private security guards. That's genius. A fatal shooting at an upscale apartment complex. A terrifying follow home. It's too bad they didn't have an armed security guard there. A blatant street, Unarmed. street robbery. West Hollywood has seen a spike in crime over the last year, which is why I vote to cut funding for five deputies over the next... This is why 85% of America thinks we're going in the wrong direction. Because decisions like this are stupid. And they're being made by a very small, radical percentage of the population. Next year, caught many by surprise, including the city. Mayor. Sheriffs have one role and the uh, unarmed security ambassadors have another. Uh, unarmed security ambassador. Do yourself a favor. Watch the movie Demolition Man. Okay, watch the movie Demolition Man at some point this week. You'll understand the utopia that they're dreaming of and how it will fail. But the truth of the matter is, if there is a criminal out there, uh, this is the mayor. They cannot arrest a criminal. Uh, they don't have, they're unarmed, so they can't even defend themselves. And um, You know the expression that I use at the end of my TV show and my radio show every day called Don't Catch the Stupid? They did it. They, they caught the stupid. Just beyond. Honestly, there's just, if all you have is a bumper sticker said gun's bad, and I started talking about uh, bumper sticker logic literally 20 years ago. I remember I had a, I had a conversation with uh, uh, now departed uh, Minnesota Senator Paul uh, Wellstone before he died. And I, I literally I said to him, and I was on a music station, I said, sir, you're talking in bumper stickers. Because that's the left. They're, they're about that deep. Guns bad. Despite all of the damning evidence, 135% increase in crime there. Despite all the damning, damning evidence in New York City that that... Concealed carry could stop. Do you suppose that somebody would attempt to shove you down some stairs or onto some metro tracks if you had concealed carry? Would you suppose that someone would attempt to beat you to death uh, walking along the sidewalk if you pulled a gun out and said, nope, do you suppose? But Kathy Hochul is an idiot. I say that unabashedly. She needs to be voted out of office, an office that she didn't win. Coming up, I, I do want to cover, uh, oh, 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 I have to mention this. This is something I forgot to mention. 37 of the school shooters, 37 school shooters who did uh, school-related violence committed by those under the influence of psychiatric drugs. This goes back to, uh, I mean, years ago, May 1st, 2017, Austin, Texas. Kendrick's white, 21, stabbed four people with a machete. He was, uh, he was on an antidepressant Zoloft. 
31-year-old Myron May, Tallahassee State, uh, opened fire on the school's library where hundreds of students were studying. Well, Butrin and ADHD, Vyance, uh, Vyance, Vyance. Oh, by the way, and I just discovered, if you, kid, you can't get Vyance, they'll put them on, there's, there's a possibility, because I, I speak from experience, they will put you on a crystal amphetamine. That's what it says on the prescription label. I wish I were kidding. Seattle, Washington, 2014, 26-year-old Aaron Ibarra, shotgun. Seattle Pat Pacific University killed one student, antidepressant Prozac and antipsychotic ris- Risperdal. Milford, Connecticut, 16-year-old, kills uh, another 16-year-old taking drugs for ADHD. Huh, really? Imagine that. Why do we go up in prescriptions for ADHD by only oh, you know, a 1,000%? From No, more than that, since the early 70s. Why is that? Oh, because boys can't sit in chairs very long, so we have to medicate them. And I could go on. I've got 37 instances. I'll post these. A lot of them on uh, Xanax, a lot of them on Paxil, a lot of them on uh, uh, all of the, uh, the Prozac, a lot of them on Ritalin, uh, a lot of them on R- Lovux, all of this nonsense in developing brains. Do you suppose this has an effect on their mental health? And they do stupid things like what happened in Highland Park. Yeah, it happened. It happens all the time. Let's take a break. Come back. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. In the 60s, we had LBJ. Now we have FJB. It's The Rob Carson Show. Hey, I want to remind you that the podcast, the only place you're going to hear the show other than when it is live is on uh, all of the uh, uh, podcast sources that you go to. So Spotify, maybe iHeartMedia, maybe uh, uh, Apple Podcasts, whatever. Uh, They're all there. All you have to do, if you wouldn't mind today and maybe this week, uh, just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcasts and subscribe. It would be great. And also, if you would uh, leave a five-star review, I would greatly, uh, greatly appreciate it. It's called the Rob Carson Show Podcast, NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast. Here is our brilliant uh, vice president talking about abortion this weekend. And what did, she say, what did she compare abortion to or the restriction of abortion? What do you suppose she, uh, she compared it to? Because, you know, the left, they do like to do a lot of comparing, you know. Uh, of course, it was about slavery. Yeah, yeah. So telling a woman uh, that she's got to go to another state to get an abortion because some states can say, nah, we're not going to do that here. That's slavery. What essentially has happened is the statement has been made that the government has a right to come in your home and tell you as a woman and as a family what you should do with your body. I don't think the government's going to anybody home, anybody's home unless, of course, you're, you know, I don't know, uh, uh, maybe a former Trump official when they raid your home to, you know, try to find evidence for a crime that didn't happen. Oh, my gosh. And the, and the point has to be this. We have to recognize we're a nation that was founded on certain principles that are... That you that, hate. ...that are grounded in the concept of freedom and liberty. Oh, here we go. We also know that we've had a history in this country of government trying exactly. to claim ownership over human bodies. Exactly. Yes, that is and right. And we had supposedly... Even- she said something that almost sounded like it made sense. And because I'm a dimwit hosting this event that you're at, I'm going to go ahead and give you the thumbs up, even though I haven't thought through the, what she just said about abortion and slavery. What an insult to those who were enslaved. Dear God in heaven. Dear God in heaven. Just go to another state and have your abortion. You got to make people move from their states to get concealed carry. That's guaranteed by the Constitution. So you got to go to another state. You know the horrible thing that's going to happen? 
maybe some women are going to say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and keep the baby. Just like Madonna did in 1985. Um, oh, this is pretty funny. Blackish star Jennifer, Jennifer Lewis planning a nationwide pro-abortion protest. And it's basically a sex shutdown. So here we go. Another left is saying that women can fight this by not having sex with men. You know, you can also prevent that abortion. Uh, if you didn't have sex with men, just saying. So anyway, she voiced Mama Odie in the 2009 animated film The Princess of the Frog, which is really good, by the way. It makes me hungry. Uh, and, and, uh, and so uh, after helping Disney Parks announce the newest ride, Tiana's Bayou Adventure, which as long as it doesn't play, it's a small world after all, again and again and again, I'm fine. She told people of the recent post she'd shared in reaction to the Supreme Court over, over, overwhelming Roe v. Wade. Uh, she says you got to uh, stop putting out, basically. We're here tonight. We're fighting for our rights where women won't go back, especially if you're black. And, of course, the founder of Planned Parenthood, her reason for creating it was to kill black people. And uh, she was a eugenist. So there you go. And then i just like to say to anybody who wants to cut uh, men off from having sex that I would propose a, uh, for pro-abortion men to uh, do a strike of their own. Uh, no farming. No truck driving, no road repaving, no worth uh, uh, roofing, no uh, high-rise building construction, no commercial fishing, no barge traffic, uh, all of the things that mostly men do. And if you've ever seen uh, any of those professions, they're mostly men because most women don't want to do them. It's okay. There you go. So I think our strike would have a little bit more impact. Just saying. Just saying. Let's take a break, my friends. You are listening to The Rob Carson Show. What, 700 people who have liked my onion ring post, homemade onion rings on uh, Truth Social. I uh, posted the recipe at the top of the page. I, I also said this weekend on social media, I'm the only conservative host who is also a gourmet cook. Not a chef. Not a chef. I'm not that good. I'm pretty damn good, though. Uh, a chef as well. <laughs> so go. I put the recipe up there. So uh, soak them in buttermilk, dredge them in flour, soak them in buttermilk, just dip them again, and then in the other dredge with the seasoning, fry them at 375, the sickest onion rings you ever had. There you go. And I'm uh, also uh, uh, well-schooled in barbecue and other stuff. Uh, social media, uh, I'm on all of the platforms, Getter and Truth Social at Rob Carson Show, as well as Twitter eh, and Facebook. Mm, you're not too bad. I mean, I'm getting a huge response, but it'll probably get shut down because, you know, they're fascists. So uh, have a glorious day, guys. We have much, much still on the table for tomorrow. Uh, the show prep begins right now for a great show tomorrow. Have a glorious day. God bless you, your families, the unborn. Thank you very much. And until tomorrow, please, unlike Abby Hochul, don't catch the stupid. I'll see you then.